0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Film Freaks, your favorite place to talk movies. With me as always, and in person today, oh my goodness, this feels weird, is my good co-host and friend, what else? Should I add something? Partner in crime, I guess? Partner in crime, there we go, it's official, we're partners in crime. What crime have we committed? Uh, if anything... Taking over podcasting. Yeah, I guess that would be more so
1: my crime against you
0: against me. Oh my. Oh yeah, you did take over. Anyway, you guessed it. It's Maddie G. Hi. Oh my goodness. Surprise, surprise. Who saw that coming? I didn't see that coming. Me neither no well anyway the only thing i can see is myself again oh yeah yeah for like the for, third time again for those of you that don't know or haven't listened to previous episodes behind me is a mirror and i'm trying not to make this really awkwardly eye contact thing like we're on our first date or something like that's why just, i'm looking away right now i'm <laughs> looking at you in the eyes and you're looking away <laughs> we gotta get a better setup for this so anyway yeah what are we talking about today uh, we're talking about
1: humanity living alongside a whole bunch of dinosaurs that were released to the world because of some idiot scientist that thought it was a good idea to make a park out of it.
0: Yeah. yeah Jurassic World works. Dominion. Yes. Well, let's get into it, man. So, Dr- I think Jurassic World Dominion has a few... Good things and a few bad things going for it. One of the things that I, I picked up on is this movie. I was looking forward to really seeing how um, we're doing a spoiler by the way. It's all spoilers. So I was really hoping to see more of following the events of the last movie. How the dinosaurs would affect like the real world because you get we get glimpses of that, but the whole movie takes place on like a, a contained area like an island or something, which isn't bad, but it just feels more like I don't know how to how to phrase this. It feels more contained than I was expecting, I guess. Not that that's an issue, but it was just like... I, I don't know. I guess I wanted to see a bigger scale. I, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it would have been nicer to see a much grander scheme of things. Like actually seeing the effects of all these dinosaurs being reintroduced to the world. And how that would impact, or impact all the like animal life, the ecosystems and everything. Cuz when you have an introduction of an entirely new species or anything, especially on a grand scale like dinosaurs, there's going to be some heavy environmental like change.
0: Mhm. Well, that and then like the the apex predator thing. I think humanity is the apex predator now, but in this movie because we have dinosaurs, it's humanity I mean humanity is the apex or, or that's not humanity it's the dinosaurs the dinosaurs are like the ultimate top of the food chain so it was more to in my eyes more of a okay well let's do something with that because you know another thing that really aggravated me was the whole hand thing like I mean I know Owen worked as a you know keeper in Jurassic World but don't I don't know maybe it was me but like there's those scenes where, so, so Blue comes to him, right? And Blue's like, hey, you know, I mean, the dinosaur can't talk. Blue's a dinosaur, but it can't talk. But it's, you get this, uh, you know, communication between them of where it's more of communicated to Owen that, hey, you know, the, uh, these people, they took my, uh, my daughter and, you know, she, there's a whole plot where she produced asexually. So it's a whole thing. It's the same thing with Owen and, um, what's her name? Um, Bryce Doss Howard's character, Claire, Claire, um, they have a daughter that they took under their wing but it's not like their kid it's actually a clone who yeah. a girl a an actual person clone themselves asexually it was weird too but anyway they've both been kidnapped so there's a whole thing where like owen's trying to calm down blue and so he sticks his hand out and it's like blue just scratches his hand his hand and there's like a little bit where they do it again with like some other dinosaur i'm thinking dude Why don't one of these dinosaurs, like, chop your hand off? I mean, like... I mean, I guess I get what they're trying to go for, but it's like... The hand
1: trick wouldn't work for every dinosaur out there. Like, you're not going to go up to a T-Rex and be like, Hey... Calm down. Come Calm down. Your side. No, they'll bite your <laughs> hand off, if Jump. not your head.
0: Well, no, it's like, it's more so, I think, those, like, Velociraptors, I think, are carnivores, too. But, like, yeah. you did it with one of those, like, Brachiosaurus or whatever, the long neck ones. Like, with the... Yeah. So, I was like, okay. But those ones are beautiful. No, those yeah, are great I for do. For I do sharks. remember, as well, the Velociraptors
1: were said to be the more, like, intelligent kinds of species. Like, they mm-hmm. hunt in packs. They, they're more, like, methodical about how they go about catching their prey. S- like, communication, the clicks and chitters The clever girl scene. Yeah, the, the whole clever one. girl scene. They, girl. That's, the, that's the whole thing about the, uh, the raptors. <laughs> they're smart creatures. They are. And so th- that's how, or that's probably what they're trying to portray with the whole hand thing. Like, hey, calm down. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm on your side. I will get your daughter back we're good
0: yeah and it's just like there's certain times where i was like okay we're doing the hand thing again even alan grant comes into this movie and does it a a time or two it's like okay but i don't know i mean it it just was one of those things and and this whole side plot with this girl as a clone i was like well wouldn't more people be after her if they knew about her being a clone and for sure yeah i mean it just was like does she have to be a clone like couldn't she have just been their daughter or i mean give her some significance yeah and get give us a reason to get into the biotech lab or whatever but it's like is it is it necessary i mean you know and, and one of my biggest problems with Jurassic park as a franchise is always the villains. The villains always seem weaker and I guess more based off of an 80s property so the villains aren't going to be like these big massive like blockbuster villains. But well, it was Of
1: like... course not. When it
0: comes to the villains they're
1: simply either like uh, corporate jerkwads that just mm-hmm. want to make a profit or I guess a scientist that doesn't really know any better what they're actually doing. And so their pride becomes their folly.
0: It's It just aggravates me because I don't think that it's really... I mean, they, they build the, the villain up, but it's not like oh my goodness, you know, we should be concerned. I think it, it is fair because people want to like capitalize on these dinosaurs to make a lot of money, which is fair. I mean, they say money is the root of all evil, Yeah, but still. And
1: even so, there was still that one scene where everything was burning and the villain is like, okay, we can still make a profit from this. <laughs> it's like... Like, it's really, his mind is always on what can be gained from everything, yeah. including an actual crisis like this.
0: Well, there was even that scene where, like, they, so the whole thing is where they, there's this whole plot where there's these locusts, and it's really more, I think, of a plot point just to get Alan and, um, what's her name, Miss Walker, what's her name, Walker, Walker, um... I don't remember, but Miss Walker, and Alan Grant. Yeah, was it I, Ellie I Walker or something? I don't, I don't remember. I, I don't names. recall. But um, she like goes to Alan and like, hey, you know, I need this whole research for the locusts because it's gonna kill humanity if we don't do any research. You'd think like the world would be, hey, this is a you know, Mister President type situation, you know, hey, global leaders, but yeah. I get it. So it, I didn't
1: understand the plotline of it. Like, what? Why? It, why were these locusts the biggest threat to humanity? Because they like, would have wiped I under- out. I all understand the... that they would have uh, like taken out the entire food supply of people and I guess animals as well. But why locusts of all things? Where did they ever come into play?
0: I don't know. I just think it maybe it's one of those things where it was.
1: Was it just for a, a plot line?
0: I think so, part of it. I think, though, the locusts are, like, really big in farmers talks and stuff. I'm not a farmer, so I couldn't exactly tell you. But it was one of those things where you're, you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, well, you know, that that is a fair point. And, and there, there's just, at the end, they, they burn them all. So it was like, okay, so the whole point was... Well, they couldn't
1: exactly burn them all.
0: No, they tried. They the were extremely resistant. Yeah, the bad guy's like, hey, let's burn them all and, you know, wipe them all out. And they're like, oh, you, you sure? And he's like, yeah, why not? Let's do it, you know, sure. So they burn them, and then they just escape through a hatch in the yeah. roof. Some containment Block field twist that didn't was. work. Yeah, some containment field that now was. Now you got
1: fire falling from the sky, literally.
0: <laughs> it was really cool, though. The cinematography. It was. Dude, this, the cinematography in this movie is ridiculous. Like, the, the beginning where they're on that ship, and they're, like, fishing, and like getting crabs um, from the from the ocean, and you see that big old—I I don't even know what it's called. I'm not good with—I don't names. know either. There's like that big old. Yeah, they're just simply trying thing. to
1: fish, and then that big dinosaur comes in, Yo. chops the cage, turns the ship over, and everyone dies.
0: It's 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 awesome. I mean, like the dinosaurs committing mass genocide. Isn't cool, oh, yeah. but like it's really awesome. And and I actually was thinking to myself. This looks like an actual documentary or like a videotape or some sort of This like is Jaws is. in the Jurassic it, era. It really is. And and it like the, the issue I think is that it never seemed like the government was ever brought in no. or brought in rather. It was more I mean, if, if it if a three hundred foot tall tyrannosaurus was roaming yeah. some the government city or, or even the
1: military at this point, would have stepped in.
0: Yeah, and it was like, why, why aren't we seeing that? And it's like, oh well, it seems to be more of a, oh, well, let's just let them exist. Like they're totally not going to just stomp on people, ruin people's homes, and things. I was, I was wanting to see more of a. This is a really serious problem, and if we can't take care of it in the right way, we're all screwed. Let alone the locusts the 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 dinosaurs and of themselves the carnivores and everything it was like man but one of the things i want to get into is um probably one of the biggest things that was heavily advertised and the biggest points of this movie they bring back the old crew and they bring back the new crew and they actually meet and it's really cool to see them like come together and again I can't tell you how beautiful this movie was. I mean, like, the dinosaurs and everything. There's a scene where Owen's, like, riding on horseback chasing these um, gallimimus. I know that because my sister and I play Lego Jurassic World. <laughs> and we would joke about gallimimus and all kinds of dinosaurs. And it was the funniest thing. Um, but he's, like, doing a whole cowboy thing. And in the snow and it just looks amazing i mean because they're staying in a cabin right owen oh, and in, in, in his and his you know the Jurassic World crew yeah. owen um bryce dallas howard i keep forgetting her name even though it's claire and it's easiest thing to remember and and the girl and it was like okay you know this is cool but it was really cool like really awesome it looked so cool and then like the scene where all the locusts are burning and the dinosaurs are just like walking in front of this fire and even the end of the movie where they're walking with elephants and you got like the triceratops and the the elephants. I thought that was pretty cool. There were a lot of very pretty scenic shots at the very end. This is a movie that like, if you're trying to test like a TV, I'd probably flick on. I'm not even gonna lie. Like just the colors and everything were so beautiful. Um, But I will say though, in all of that, there was even a cool scene. You brought up music i don't know if you're oh, yeah. that at all so like, michael giacchino or giacchino i believe is how you pronounce his name who has done literally he's gone god mode okay he's done the batman the best movie of 2022 <laughs> by far uh he did what did he do he did um oh there's another movie what was it i can't remember he did this one he did um oh he did Spider-Man Far From, or No Way Home as well. Right. And and he's just been on, like, God Mode for, like, the past year or so now. Yeah, he's been going on a rampage, just hasn't he? doing everything, and he's such a great composer. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, so it was really interesting to me going into this one because now I had actually just a few days ago before the recording of this podcast episode... I was in a Discord call with a couple of my friends, and one of my friends is into music theory, and we were watching some videos on that, specifically this one video where it was about the music behind How to Train Your Dragon, and how just masterfully crafted it was. Another great
0: soundtrack.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Like, I didn't really pay too much mind to it when I saw How to Train Your Dragon. That was... A great movie but now knowing about the music theory behind it it enhanced that and not only not only did it make the passing <laughs> trying to find you the words
0: this. for this you got this <laughs>
1: not only did it make that movie much better but going into this movie I was listening to the music a lot more closely on the key changes, the difference in the mood and everything.
0: It's really amazing how they do this too, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's even a scene, and I think we were talking about this in the car actually on the way back... There's a scene where um Owen is on a motorcycle and they have like these laser pointers. I thought that was really cool. Ooh. they would they would shoot like the laser pointer, like they put the beam on somebody and then the dinosaurs would come out and like yeah start hunting put them. the mark of death on them. yeah. and so I thought it was so cool because there was even a while like for a while there there wasn't even music playing. And what was really cool about it is we're following Claire and she's like trying to fight off a velociraptor or whatever the, they're they're not velociraptors, but they're like, Similar to Velociraptor. I don't, again, we don't yeah. know dinosaurs very well. But she's she's trying to, like, fight these Velociraptor-esque, the- you know, dinosaurs. And they show, like, Owen, who's getting chased by the other two, and he's on a bridge, and he goes by. And then they, like, pan up, and they go, and they start following him. and and or Or, like, when they cut back to it, it's like, oh, wow, we saw him in passing. So it almost felt like we never really stopped watching either character, even when the camera was on. You know, yeah that was really people. well done I thought that was really cool I thought that there, there's other scenes like that I just can't think of off the top of my head I think there was one where they're on the plane and she pulls the chute and so you kind of like as she's roaming around after she lands and escapes this dinosaur you, like you see the smoking plane and then they clip to the smoking plane and it shows them like you know Owen and I the new girl I forgot her name I don't see names are not, are not always my strong suit either what is my strong suit is just watching these movies. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. But um, and I don't really know her name, honestly. Yeah. I don't know the if you picked it Names aren't the easiest. Yeah. I mean, but it was I think it one of the issues I had was you have Alan Grant you have, what's her name, Walk. I think Ellie Walker, or whatever. You have that girl, you have Owen, you have Claire, you have Ian Malcolm, you have the new girl. I mean, that's like six characters already, and I don't even yeah. think that's all of them. I mean, there's even that one guy um, who I, again, he was the dude that told Ian about, like, the whole plan, like, all along. Yeah. The um, um, tour guide guy in the beginning for Alan Grant you know, and, and, and Ellie Walker. But, um, I mean, there's, like, seven characters to follow in this movie. There's, like, seven protagonists all at once in the same area together. It's, like... Yeah, oh. it's almost
1: like Avengers Endgame levels yeah. of uh, ambition. But
0: I'll tell you what I did like. Endgame was... No, I hated Endgame. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked Endgame, good for you. I hated it. Like, oh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't care for it. But that's a whole nother time. <laughs> but I, what I did love was scenes where they had Ellie Walker, or Ellen Walker, or whatever her name is, and um, Claire together. Like... the the two female leads like the two female protagonists like the two main from different eras because it really did feel like you're taking two eras and combining that and i love when they do that honestly i'll even go one step further in this one movie with all these new characters and the old characters it was done better than star wars like that's how far i'm willing to go Hmm. the new trilogy i mean yeah but we Uh, never saw them come back together and that was always a nitpick for some people. So I love the fact that we were able to see everybody come together. I mean, especially when you have Ian e. Malcolm, who's, like, just the most charismatic character ever. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. There's that scene where they're, like, at this gate. I was laughing hysterically. They're at this gate, and this big old carnivorous dinosaur is, like, slowly approaching them. And Ian e. Malcolm's standing there just, like, Goldblum's just trying to unlock the gate. And they're like... Wait, and they're like 1984, and I, I, I kind of nudged you because that was <laughs> yeah. a really good reference. He's like, "No, no, 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 that's it." There's thousands of combinations. What could it be? Oh, and then he tries another one, and the one guy just hacks into it and opens the gate. He's like, "Oh, it worked!" I thought that was a really funny scene. I was laughing yeah. hysterically. He's like, "No, no, no," and they're like, "We're gonna die." And he's like, "Well, no, that's not far from the truth, but let, let's see." <laughs> I. D- <laughs> oh, that, yeah. was that was great. <laughs> oh, that was great.
1: And I I will say I wasn't entirely impressed with the acting in the, I mean there were a lot of good actors yeah but of some course. of them did feel kind of monotone and I guess as if they were reading from a script to me Really But I forgot that I, 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 don't, I don't know it, it's just so, something felt a little weird with some of the acting in it to me But yeah. um yeah that one scene where he's fumbling with the keypad <laughs> That felt good. <laughs> that was amazing. It felt I good that. to have a character like that, that's just completely calm for no reason in a life or death
0: situation. <laughs> There's another scene where they're in the in the car, like the jeep or whatever, and he's driving, and they're like, "Should we all?" Because they they hit like this cliff or whatever, and so they're they're like tilting. He's like, "Yep, we're tilted." And 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 one of the characters in the car is like, "Should we just all lean to the one side?" And he goes, "You know, that's not a bad idea. Let's try that." <laughs> They all fall anyway. And when they're they're upside down, he's like, everybody okay? And they're like, uh, (laughs) sure. I thought, I thought Jeff Goldblum was one of the best parts of this movie. I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of wish, is it wrong for me to say, I almost wish we had more time, if we were gonna spend all this time in in such a confined area, right? I wish we would've gotten to it sooner, because it felt like there was a lot of tiptoeing around it at first. Like, maybe the first 45 minutes to an hour, hour 15 of the movie we we don't really get to i keep excuse me i keep saying an island but it's really not it's really just like a confined laboratory you know what i mean yeah and, and then there's that like just i mean because you have the girl with the laser pointer i would have loved to have seen that come back at some point um you have the scene with like then kidnapping the, the girl um just all these scenes setting it up, and it was like, do we need all this setup? I don't know. I mean, I guess we do, but. Yeah, to a degree. You have a movie like. I don't want to spoil it for you, but. I guess a good one would be. What's he called? Um, the Hateful Eight. There's three locations, right? And the third location is like the main location of the movie. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil it because you have yet to see it. Okay. But a movie like The Hateful Eight where they actually set up everything, I know it's a lot smaller of a movie, but the way that Tarantino goes about writing everything and setting up everybody is done really, really well. And I would have loved to see something similar to that where, you know, you kind of set up things real quick and loose. And then once the... Third, you know, location or the final location hits, bang, just like that. Just keep it there for a while. Um, the only thing I have against the soundtrack in this movie was when they all escape at the end. And I told you this: the piano is one of the most emotional music or instruments ever. I would have like we hear a little bit of the you know Jurassic Park theme. I would have loved for them to like hold that shot or maybe like just do something with that. And give it an excuse to just continue playing it. Because it really is kind of the end of a trilogy, if you will. I mean, we now have six Jurassic Park movies. And I don't know. Like, we know there's going to be more, obviously. But it was just more of a, you know, kind of let's close it in a really fine way. You know? And when it comes to these movies, they're always going to be looking to make a little cash. Of course. So let me ask you this. What did you think about the T Rex versus the b slap? I-, I call it oh. the b slaposaurus because literally the first time we see that, oh, that, that was that a dinosaur for me. Bee you slaps. saw my reaction in the theater, didn't you? Dude, I was giggling first. So the one dinosaur comes in; he's like three talons, and he like yeah. walks in, and he like he's got like three slaps big claws. This, yeah, he beast slaps this deer or whatever. Like the the yeah, one T Rex. Yeah, my way. Yeah, it was the funniest moment because I'm just thinking. Man. <laughs> Man, yeah, like, that I, I talked about that, that too. <laughs> so there was that, and then there was the um, big carnivore, like the the big yeah whatever super that melon, big dinosaur, whatever the, the name was, biggest carnivore ever. It started with a G. It was like the Galapagos dinosaur. I don't know. I feel like I just had a stroke, but it was, some- <laughs> but it was something like that. I don't know. I mean, it was something like that.
1: Basically, the know. Gigantamax version of a T Rex. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah.
0: So what did you think of that? I, I also also that i and i knew you saw it there's the scene where the t-rex enters that plaza describe that describe that
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> it was the best <laughs> you shot. heard me laugh i was the best shot yeah too. that was great
1: so oh my gosh uh, when they're escaping in the helicopter or well running to the helicopter to yeah. escape you get like this
0: shot
1: it's a helicopter
0: it is yeah do you think it's a helicopter it is is it really,
1: though? It is. It's not entirely a plane. It's got... It's got spinny blades on it. It's a okay, helicopter.
0: Okay, fine. fine. You win this one, but the war isn't over, Matty G. <laughs> what war? <laughs> oh, you'll know. <laughs> no, it isn't. An so helicopter. anyways, yeah. I thought it was a plane at first, but it moves me. No, it, Well, there a was helicopter. a plane, but go there ahead. W- go ahead. Just stop. We're not going to debate the vehicles <laughs> of Jurassic Park franchise, okay? Go ahead. So, yeah, we get this beautiful shot of the t-rex
1: entering the scene and there's like this sort of like sculpture structure or something mm-hmm. that's in the shape of a perfect circle <laughs> and as the t-rex is coming in he's got his head low opens his mouth to roar and you can see those clever
0: <laughs>
1: those clever boys
0: <laughs> they really did they, they really did they
1: did the jurassic park
0: logo i would have like screenshot that or something like that is just that yeah that's probably
1: gonna be another wallpaper for me on my computer that
0: is like the scene on um of this whole movie probably is that like just the whole jurassic like the Oh, it's beautiful. You heard me laugh when I saw it. I that. did. I did. I you just, did. I thought it was phenomenal. And then, of course, we got the big T Rex fight. I wouldn't have mind. I think, what was it, the last movie or Jurassic World? They had like the, they, they were splicing DNA and they had the big dinosaur was like the, the main, main villain, right? Yeah. Like, and so I wouldn't have mind seeing maybe a bit more development on that dinosaur. I mean, you can't really character develop dinosaurs because they can't talk, but you can do something with them. I mean, Blue is a little bit developed. I mean, Blue had a very small part. In this movie, but, you know, it was more communication. I mean, I know it felt a little cheesy at times for me, but it was there to
1: establish the whole raptors can communicate kind of thing. Yeah. Even though Blue wasn't part of a pack, it still had enough of a brain to be able to communicate in some way with Mm -hmm. people, kind of like a dog communicating to its owner. Hey, I'm tapping at my dish. Can you
0: feed me, please? Yeah. So, what, what was. How was. How. What would. i trying to think of the way to phrase this. What do you think, though, about that T Rex, that three way fight? The bee, beef slaposaurus, the T Rex, and the. I don't know if you saw gigantic it. Gigantic boy. But I was on the edge of my seat, just yeah, you absolutely
1: laughing like a madman on the inside. Dude, I loved it. Only because I play Monster Hunter. And the first thought that went in my head was, This is a turf war. <laughs> this is,
0: yeah. It always feels like every time the T Rex comes in at the end of these movies and fights the big bad dinosaur, it's like, Oh man, here we go. Like some Godzilla versus Kong level. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, and here's the down. thing
1: the T Rex is the king of the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. supposedly. But.
0: No, he is. Oh well, yeah.
1: yeah. I I'm going to say he is. The, the dinky little arms, though, I can't really do much with that. Eh, no but who they needs arms? Extinct.
0: He don't need... Hey. Whoa. <laughs> wow, that was mean. Don't but... let any T-Rexes hear you. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I was just in love with that entire fight. More so than, like,
0: the action that the humans were into. Is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> No, I actually, I I agree with you. And you even were asking me, like, you got any, any, are you getting any Jones vibes from this? Cause like yeah, the one scene where they... in the whole like when they were stuck in the
1: old abandoned amber mines, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> just seeing the character the hat. he had the hat yeah he had like the kind of outfit of it as well and he's holding it's not a torch it's like some bolt cutters it's or like a, a wrench though. or something it's a but torch. yeah they they turned it into a makeshift torch and like this feels a lot like they're raiding a tomb
0: you know and, and one of those things that 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 leads me to is alan grant is such a great character right like i just i love the whole you know kind of I don't know. It's just something about Alan Grant that's really charming to me. And it kind of sucks that we had all these um, all these characters, all these protagonists together. Because you run into a, a, an issue that happens very often in any kind of storytelling, any books or whatever. And that is that, you know, especially movies as well, it's the fact that you have all these protagonists and you can't build them up one by one because you only have so much time for the, for a film, especially it's hard to really, you know, kind of focus yeah, on one I guess person. that's
1: kind of why this was such a long film though, as well. Cause like, this is a long movie. Oh, it's two and a half it? hours. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's two and a half hours. Packed. And you have so many protagonists here, but, but like I said, though, I did love the whole pairing, you know, Alan Grant and Owen, you know, um, Ellie Walker and Claire, I, lo- I love those shots where they're, like, in the same frame, in the same shot, and or they're working together. I love that. Because it was, like, two eras kind of coming together, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And I do-, I do like that each
1: of these characters had their own, like, role to play in the overall arcing story.
0: Their own moment, yeah. That was nice. Th-
1: yeah, that's... Oh, gosh. I love that kind of stuff. Like, two different stories converging to one point to commit to the end
0: it's 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 done so well it really is it's just one of those things where i i i don't know like things could always be better there's always a way to improve i just think that because we had all these characters you know and I, I guess maybe maybe it's because i didn't watch the last movie um recently like i wanted to or not but it just is like okay you know I all i really remember from the last one was that The park got, like, melted down... Or not melted down, but, like, destroyed. And the dinosaurs were let free. Yeah. That's all Basically
1: a grand-scale prison break, but for dinosaurs. A
0: dinosaur prison break. If you want to see a movie, and it's literally a dinosaur prison break. The Shawshank Redemption, but with dinosaurs. Then watch The (laughs) Fallen Kingdom. I'm just playing. So... Do you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah... This I don't know if
1: they I'm I don't know. I'm curious about the budget that they had with this movie. You
0: want me to honestly. look it up real quick? Yeah, today? that would
1: that would be great. Because yeah, as I was watching it, like obviously you can't do everything as practical effects. So some of the things that that were animated, it was kind of obvious to me that they were animated just because it seems like the movements of the things seemed a little awkward. Like For example, when the, was it, was it, yeah, it was a truck that held all those containers with the Raptors that were trained to kill whatever had that laser sight on it. Mm -hmm. The way the containers moved when that truck crashed into the open area, it just seemed a little off to me how they were moving.
0: So do you want to know? Take a guess. I, I want you to guess how much real quick, how much it was worth. I
1: was like. 20 million
0: that's nothing come on like this is a big nothing? budget movie let's go 20 million i, did, I don't 20 know. million would get you 20 copies of the first saw movie it's not okay, a whole okay. lot well yeah. i've
1: i don't know this stuff all mm. right i've only just I'll recently been included into the podcast
0: triple tri- like three numbers million so it's
1: triple digits
0: well and then million yeah well, yeah,
1: triple digits in the million. Um, and this is
0: like a summer blockbuster kind of movie, so I don't know. I guess I'll just
1: say maybe 120.
0: 185 million dollars. Oh. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, when you commented on um, in, during the credits, there's a practical department. Like, they actually use some practical. Yeah. Now, the magic of Jurassic Park was that in 1984, Goldblum, I'm looking at you. So, if I got the date wrong, it's all your fault, Jeff Goldblum. So, <laughs> I'm just playing. But in, in the uh, first Jurassic Park movie, they didn't really have CGI the way that they do now, right? So, most of everything that you see in that movie is practical effects. Phenomenal. I understand you're like blending CGI and practicality with these movies now because we have that technology we can do it It i don't know what it is but it didn't feel overly cgi'd it really did not yeah it didn't feel overly cgi'd it's just it when i looked at some of the animation it just didn't it didn't, didn't yeah really feel it didn't good. click no, and that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know more about this stuff than than I do, but I I, I just think that it's nice to know there was a practical effects department. They use practical defa- effects, and they do in this franchise especially. They do such a great job blending CGI and practical Marvel take effects notes. exactly. And it's gotten to the point where companies like again, I hate. I'm not trying to rip Marvel, but Marvel. I feel like for the next door movie, it's going to be more of a yeah it's just
1: gonna be a light show
0: yeah like a like a whole cgi fest like dr strange i want to see more practicality again that's my taste that's just how i am i guess but practical effects do it so anything else before we wrap up i mean not really other than i
1: actually really agree with you on the whole practical effects department Mm -hmm. like a lot of or a lot more of that feels better for a film because it's more realistic for sure. Well, it, and of course, there's only so much that you can do. Like, say, if you have a superhero that shoots laser beams from its eye, <laughs> how are you gonna do that practically?
0: You can't. Not. That's just. Yeah,
1: not very easily, unless like it's a foggy setting and you literally use exactly. like a laser pointer. Exactly.
0: But even then. Well, and and then it's just like I said, they've always done such a great job, especially with this, and you know. The only thing, I guess, the only two things are nitpicks, okay? Alan's hat gets killed off. They killed Alan's hat. I'm so sad. Yeah. They're like, screw the hat! And I was like, no, don't screw the hat! It's your hat!
1: To be fair, though, it is life or death. The hat means nothing. But it's like...
0: Come on, man. Like, that's the hat.
1: I don't actually but, mean the hat means nothing, but your life is more valuable than a hat. No,
0: that makes sense. But I, I, it was one of my biggest, sad, like, saddest character deaths. The cat is a character, okay? The hat is a character. The hat, the hat is a character. Is a character. Yeah. And, and we itself. all mourn the hat. It makes him look Rest cool. Rest in peace. Exactly. Alan Grant's hat. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. So. <laughs> That and the only other thing I have to, I mean, but but still, like, and I almost wish he got a hat at the end when he was like going to Congress. Yeah, I at actually, least a little bit of a you know what? Dare I say it? I would have loved to see him actually go into the Senate building or whatever and talk to them and be like, "Look, dudes, this 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 is a problem. We need to fix this and actually go into that a little bit because it, it only makes sense. So hopefully, maybe they'll do that in the next movie because I know he doesn't want to be like out there and you know surrounded by all these you know the the populate you know the popular or the, the the societies and things but like these characters need to go to the government and be like this is a problem we need to do this you guys clearly haven't done something for whatever reason and establish that i would like to see a bit of that my only other thing is a nitpick okay i don't know how many times we were in a helicopter but every time that the girl said hang on hold on to something hold on to your butts hold on hold on hold on i was like come on how many how many times do i have to hold on <laughs> But I didn't really notice at all know, too much. But any...
1: then again, I wasn't really paying
0: yeah. Attention again. It was to a nitpick. Too much but that. but what I will say is like even the scene where Owen is like on the motorcycle and he like jumps onto the, helic- or the, the plane or the plane whatever like that just oh yeah yeah I'm sorry I guess I'm starting to see it now. It's just it, it's a great movie, and frankly. Dare I say, I think it fits a good conclusion for the trilogy. Again, I haven't seen yeah. the trilogy, like, recently. And, you know, I, I even think that, like, there's this one guy who's in the, um, like, computer office. He's a bigger guy. And I thought that was, like, a reference to Dennis from the original. Because, like, Dennis got killed by that dinosaur that, like, does the little acid Yeah thingy i thought that was funny just things like that little nods here and there just you know colin trevorrow did a great job and you know just they really did a good job for this movie because it could have been worse yeah, but there were some yeah. cute little references oh movies. yeah so like the whole but, slide to my dms thing <laughs> heard someone a, in the theater chuckle to that. oh my goodness like yeah i feel you I, I think a lot of the <laughs> i think all the I think that was just funny, They just had to slip that one in. They had to. I don't even blame them. But yeah, just, I think it's a really good way to end the trilogy, and, I mean, I've never been huge into Jurassic Park, but I've always admired it, because of what Spielberg had to pull off and had the, the, the lengths in which he went to, to pull off what he did in that first movie and just the way that they've continued to pay tribute to him again through practical and CG and combining the two. Because you yeah. could you could almost really argue that there are certain scenes in this movie that you think are CGI, but they're actually practical. Like and that's what I love about this franchise. They do it so well, you know? I love Star Wars as much as the next guy. But, like, certain things about that series, like space and stuff, is all CGI. It's like, it looks great. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But it's like, there's, I mean, but there is practicality there, too. So, I I can't really use Star Wars as an excuse. I guess Marvel, again, I'm sorry, Marvel, but, like, I'll even throw DC in here a little bit, too. There's just certain times where it's like, you know in, in various movies what's practical and what's CG. And in this, it's like, Wow, that wasn't CG? That's actually really impressive. Like, you know, and just again, combining practical and C G but Yeah. I think that's gonna do it though. What do you think? Yeah, I I think that's about it. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a great movie. I encourage everybody listening to go and check it out for themselves. Um, if I have an opportunity to go back and watch some of the Jurassic World movies, I definitely want to. Just oh, yeah. just to, you know. It feels like it's this generation's Jurassic Park. And it was funny because I told you, like, the 80s were a golden age. You're going to see. We're going to oh, watch some 80s yeah. movies and you will see. But, they had a lot of good movies back Oh then. my gosh. Rocky, you know. Empire I know Star Wars wasn't exactly was the
1: Godfather part of it
0: no that was actually I think wasn't that oh my gosh I hate you so much was bro. it older I gotta, I gotta see I think it's older because it turned 50. Hmm. let me see because I know 1977 was um star Wars
1: I mean either so, way yeah there were there were a lot of good films during the 80s 1972
0: 1972 so mm. almost the 80s this is eight years. You know what? Let's throw the '70s a little bit Let's just round it up. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's just say like that. That you know '80s, '90s. You know '70s, '80s, '90s. Let's say you you round up two two or more. Something like that, probably. Uh, No, no, no. If it's above five, five or above, you round up. Five or four or lower, then you round down. But we're gonna ignore that rule just for this one instance and say seventy two rounds up to eighty. Fair enough because that was a good era too so <laughs> yeah. yeah you want to go ahead and uh let's close it i guess yeah sure thing
1: so I would thank, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast if you want to catch us on any other social media we have a twitter the handle for that is at film pod
0: underscore pod
1: underscore pod
0: yes yeah just to clarify
1: almost my bad but yeah yeah
0: at Film Freaks underscore pod. But Film Freaks pod is our handle for TikTok and our handle for Instagram. So, again, if you want to see us on Instagram or TikTok, as I call it too. Jimmy Butler called it Tiki I too think it's trendy and we'll call it Tiki from now on probably. Then, <laughs> then go to at Film Freaks pod. So, we're also on Gmail. If you want to email us and let us know what you thought and maybe even get a shout-out, then uh, email us at thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. Once again, it's thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. We'll catch you in the next episode of The Film Freaks. Take care. We'll catch you soon. Go see Jurassic World Dominion. It's a pretty good movie, I think. Yeah. So, peace. Have a good time.